everybody. Welcome back to this final episode of Speaking Tangentially. This is your host, Cecilia, also known as Sess the Plug, because I love to plug in numbers and get computing. I say that this is my final episode because I am graduating high school next week. I really hope that I continue this in the future because there are so many episodes and ideas that I have in mind that I didn't get to record. There's a lot of people that I didn't talk to that I know would be great guests. For this episode today, I wanted to talk to a bunch of different people, some of my friends and family and old guests and new faces, or rather voices, to talk about what it means to be a math person. I've talked about this in some of my previous episodes, but I really wanted to tackle the subject today, and I know that it can be a weighted and tricky term for some math learners all over, and I thought that this would be the perfect time to get to the bottom of it. I hope you all enjoy this episode, and let's get into it. But first, we need the biggest drum roll of all to introduce these amazing guests. Here we go. Hi, I'm talking to my circle of friends. That's why they call me Diameter Daisy. Hi there, I'm Mathematic Mimi. What up, it's Hexagon Hunted. Hi, this is Median Narrative. Hey, it's Macro Miranda. Hi, this is Maximum Max. Hey guys, it's Edition and Arccoat Anna. That's some alliteration for you. It's Denominator Doug here with Cecilia doing the math rap. What does being a math person mean to you? Oh, that's kind of a tough question. I mean, I guess the first thing that I think of is just like being really good at math and then also being interested in math. And um, I don't know, I think the combination of the two kind of makes you a math person. A math person is a person that understands uh, numbers and the range of numbers and expression of numbers so they can solve problems. I think a math person is a lucky person. I think a math person is a person who isn't afraid of math and thinks about it in logical ways. Like for me, if somebody asks me a question that involves math i don't stop and write it down i try to think logically about what the answer should be so if somebody's asking me how many miles it is to boston and uh, somebody gives me some figures i i I know that it's not a few miles it's got to be more than 10. so i try to logically think of what the answer would be so i round off round it off or try to just think outside the box a little bit to what the answer should be especially in terms of miles or or the distance of something, uh, to say that how long is um, your arm? Well, it's not going to be as long as a foot. It's going to be closer to a yard. A nerd. Uh, someone who is more interested in the numbers of things than the other realities of those things. Somebody who, whether they know it or not, uses math in their life on a day-to-day basis, which is everybody. So everybody's a math person. I would say it's being able to use math in my everyday work. I was a nurse 
and math is really important in doing that. Um, figuring doses and different things. And now I'm a bookkeeper, so it's super important. But it's always been important in r running a household. Would you consider yourself a math person? No. I wouldn't. I, I have a good sense with numbers and patterns, but I don't think I'm a strong math person. Yes. I wouldn't call myself a mathematician, more of an engineer of math rather than a mathematician. But nonetheless a math person? Yes. Nice. Definitely a math person. Am I a math person? I would say no. I don't think I'm a math person just because I don't feel like I'm very good at math and I don't particularly enjoy math. That being said, I think that I could be a math person if I wanted to be. Um, but like right now, I would not consider myself to be a math person. No, I am not a math person. I think just my early educational introduction to math was all rote, multiplication tables, and I never felt that fundamentally I got the basics. Oh yeah, I use math all the time because I'm in college mostly, so I knew it at a really explicit way. but. I can see how people who don't think they're a math person are math people because they do math without knowing it. Um, well, I wouldn't call myself a math person. Okay. I'm a person who can math. I really would have uh, said, no, I don't, um, a, a while ago, but um, I've learned in my life that just because in school, we were categorized as being either a math person or a verbal person, verbally oriented person. Um, and I was clearly better in things that had to do with verbal um, issues or, or um, reading and comprehension, a word person. But I actually am a math person. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of math phobia out there. Lastly, if you are going to record an episode like on this podcast uh, about any subject in math, what would it be about? I think that the one thing about math that's been important in my life is my ability to um, use, use it in my everyday life um, to um, keep records, mm -hmm. to keep on top of uh, family finances and um, to be able to invest in a way that um, that has worked well for me to understand enough uh, to be able to invest money. Um, it's the, the day to day use of it. That's important. Oh, and something I use all the time is in recipes. 
being able to uh, expand them or cut them down and how to figure out measurements. Mm-hmm. That's, that's been something important. Maybe, maybe it could be something to do with physics because I think that um, physics was like one of the times that I felt like the most confident with my math just because I was applying it um, to really specific things. Oh, I got to think about that one, honey. <laughs> um, I know it's not fractions. Elementary, hands-on, um, teaching children early uh, math education, hands-on. I like that. Hmm. Since I lacked in it, I think that I would like to get them started at the beginning. That's a good question. I, I've uh, always been fascinated with dilution. And I suppose that could be put into some math formulas. When I was young, the planet was getting polluted a lot and the solution to pollution was dilution and so just dump things in the ocean because the ocean was so big or dump things into the air because the air was so big and now we see that there is that isn't a solution and that there is a certain threshold that every medium can handle that's the same with insecticides or foods that the government decides what is an acceptable amount for you to have what dilution what amount can be in your food or what amount of PCBs can be in the air uh, and that's all you know related to dilution basically Minecraft I would use all the trigonometry and math skills that I've learned um, by playing Minecraft to make a podcast, I suppose. Just teaching how, how to use tools that you wouldn't usually use for a, a game and how you can implement them into something like that. Well, the closest association I have with math um, as a sailor is navigation and that sometimes means triangulation and one of the first problems we learn about in school math is the speed times the time equals the distance or the rate times the time equals the distance depending on how you're how you're taught but speed time and distance is critical for navigation and uh, there are other factors you have to think about in order to navigate without electronics uh, just using a chart and a divider and a compass um, and uh, some basic rules. So you have to know about compass deviation and, and uh, variation and um, how to solve these problems. But once you learn those simple ways of calculating your distance between point A and point B, and you know how to, how to calculate for the current where you may have drifted off the line, um, there, once you, it's actually almost a power to be able to to know how to do that. It's, it gives you a lot of uh, confidence in where you're going and what you're doing.
And with that, we have reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I had a lot of fun making it. And likewise for all of my episodes this year. This was a great experience and I hope to continue this in the future. If you have not already, check out my previous episodes. Last week, I talked with my friend Jacob about what it is like to finish up our senior year of high school online during this crazy time. And speaking of that, my lovely listeners, I hope you all are staying safe and staying healthy. Um, If you need any positivity or are interested in some math, then you can listen to my previous episodes. Or if you're like me and love to read math books, then you can check out any fun math books that you'd like. But you know that my go-to is Beautiful Geometry by Eli Mayer and Eugene Jost. It's really a go-to. The pictures are so pretty. Um, But you know that. Anyways, thank you again for listening, my lovely listeners. And as Derivative Dolly said in episode one, happy mathing.